2: have never seen a team lose that way. Ever. That was an embarrassing display of football at the end of that game in the fourth quarter. That was a glimpse for the Chiefs fans who just hopped on the Mahomes train and didn't get to experience what it was like when Romeo Cornell or Todd Haley was the head coach of the Chiefs. I'm Rylan Styles. this is the Arrowhead Act Podcast, rapid reaction edition following The loss to the Tennessee Titans, which, if you listen to the Tennessee preview, I didn't think it was possible for this team to lose the game. Really, despite scoring 32 points, the Chiefs were not that good at at any of the three phases of football. By NFL standards, sure, they were good at offense, but by the Chiefs standards, they weren't. Of course, the defense was dreadful, which we assumed a drop-off would be coming eventually. It just came at the exact wrong time, and the special teams... I think, was the worst in the NFL tonight, and has been for the entire season. But let's start with the offense, the the easiest one to get through, where you're kind of nitpicking the offense a little bit. Patrick Mahomes casually went for 36 completions, 50 attempts, 446 yards, and three touchdowns. But still, he did not look right. He threw almost an interception on the first play, threw another almost interception uh, two plays later on that first drive, and he was just rusty all night, which you can expect when he hasn't played uh, in quite a few weeks. And then, of course, Tyreek Hill had a couple drops. Sammy Watkins had a drop. That was the hiccup with the offense. The drops and the missed throws by Patrick Mahomes. You had the long touchdown uh, bomb Tyreek Hill. That was just a little bit off, a little bit too far for Tyreek Hill, which who knew was even possible to overthrow Tyreek Hill. The offense was fine. Obviously, not the exact game that you would expect from Mahomes and company, which is a huge positive because again, they scored 32 points. So it's not a big deal. The offense, it's actually a positive that they weren't clicking because they have even more room to grow. And with this defense, they'll need it. The biggest negative came up front on the offensive line. You go into this game without Larry Duvernay Tardif and Eric Fisher In this game, you lose Mitchell Schwartz and uh, Rankin's just a terrible performance from the offensive line. It started out good. The first quarter, they looked good. After that, it went downhill to where they ended up looking like they have all year, just a bad, bad group. Hopefully, DuVernay Tardif and Eric Fisher can come back for Monday's game. Uh, It looks like Rankin's is going to be out for the year, and Mitchell Schwartz seems like he can give it a go uh, next week, of course. Uh, He looked ready to play. Uh, tonight after the injury. Actually, I'm not too sure if he got back into the game or not. I wasn't paying that much attention to the tackle play uh, during the, well, devastating loss of the Titans. Really, on offense, the play that decided this game came earlier in the game whenever Damian Williams fumbled the football and gave the Titans a 13-10 lead. And fumbles have plagued this team all year. They've not only just in volume, but the worst possible times, times that flip the script. Coming into this drive that Damian Williams fumbled, if you take yourself all the way back to the first quarter, the Chiefs were up, and it was looking like they could sweep the leg. It was looking like they could put some more points on the board, get the Titans deflated, and go back to Kansas City with a victory. Instead, Williams fumbles, and from there, he just cannot earn that trust back from Andy Reid. He finished the day, 19 carries, 77 yards, uh, no touchdowns, a four-yard per carry average, and, of course, the fumble that ended up in a touchdown. I think that's the play that defined the game because on the third down play now, if you fast-forward to the second-to-last drive for the offense, on third down and short, Reid elects to do a play-action rollout with Patrick Mahomes where I think that a just a simple handoff up the middle gets the first down, ices the game, the ball game is over. So I think that that fumble really creeped into Andy Reid's mind uh, during that play-calling decision, but Andy Reid called a terrible game. Down the stretch, he called a terrible game. After they got up 10-0, he called a terrible game. He got conservative, and we saw the flashes of Andy Reid against the Titans as he's done his entire career against Tennessee, and also as he's done his entire career in close games. He can never sweep the leg. He can never keep his foot on the gas pedal and keep going and keep driving and really just end a team and put them out of their misery. He lets them hang around, and games like this, they come back and win. Now, some games, the Chiefs are able to tough it out, grit it out, and win the football game. Tonight was not one of those nights. Tonight, they let them hang around, and the Titans won the game. Just embarrassing. An embarrassing loss for Kansas City, and a game that, again, last night, I did not think there was a way the Titans could win this game, especially not with Patrick Mahomes playing. Again, the offense was fine. It's nitpicking. We'll talk more about it on Tuesday whenever everyone's kind of a little bit calmed down. But despite having 446 yards through the air, three touchdowns, Mahomes still looked rusty, which is scary for the rest of the NFL and seemingly needed for this Chiefs team because for some reason, the defense can't play good if Patrick Mahomes is playing. They can only play well for Matt Moore, so take that as you will. Again, I have two full pages of notes. We'll get to everything on Tuesday. This is just kind of, of course, as the name says, rapid reactions. Let's talk about the defense. Because for the first two drives, it was very impressive. They were aggressive. They got to Ryan Tannehill. They were okay against the run. Good enough against Derrick Henry. And then it went downhill. Because, again, Spagnolia didn't keep the pressure on Spags kind of let his foot off the gas like Andy Reid does. Now, whether that was Andy Reid telling him to relax or that was his own decision, either way, again, terrible coaching. Terrible coaching in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. So the first two possessions were great. Pressure was coming. Frank Clark actually played, which again, if you listened last night to the preview, I didn't think Frank Clark would play maybe even the rest of the year because of how weird that next situation was. He ended up playing tonight, or today, rather, and he played pretty well. I mean, he played, I'd say, the best game he has in Kansas City. So they got pressure. Frank Clark was playing well. Travarius Ward was just kind of eh. I mean, he got burned a couple times, which people are going to point to uh, and just ridicule the young cornerback. But I thought he played not good, not great, not bad, not terrible. Just an eh game from him. I don't know why Jordan Lucas was in the game so much early on. They later transitioned back to Juan Thornhill, who didn't make that much improvement as I thought he would once they put him back in the game. Uh, But he's still better than Jordan Lucas. The secondary as a whole, not just Tarveris Ward, was god-awful. Honey Badger, Thornhill, everyone had a bad game. They couldn't tackle. Which, I don't blame them, it's Derrick Henry They couldn't tackle, but they also couldn't cover They got lost in their zone defense On most plays, it was just bad And then of course, the shoe finally dropped The Chiefs defense turned back into pumpkins And they looked embarrassing against the Titans Derrick Henry went for 188 yards and 2 touchdowns Averaging 8 yards per carry Coming into this game, the last three weeks without Mahomes, you've had a stellar defensive performance in each of those weeks, especially against running backs. You held the league's top yard getter at that position last week to, what, 77 yards or something like that? You held Jones to a quiet night on the ground. He got a couple big plays through the air, but on the ground, you were solid. And of course, against the uh, Broncos after Mahomes went out, we saw the best defense we've ever seen from Kansas City. But Derrick Henry turned the Chiefs back into pumpkins. And really, he's just the kind of back that you don't want to see if you're the Kansas City Chiefs team. A physical back that will go up and get what he wants, take what he wants. And even Ryan Tannehill threw his weight around on the Chiefs, punked the Chiefs with hard running, gritty running. Ryan Tannehill punked the Chiefs. That, again, the, the word of the day is embarrassing. That was just terribly embarrassing. But the Chiefs stopped being aggressive on both sides of the ball at 10 to nothing, And that's what cost this team. It almost cost them in Jacksonville, if you remember. They were up. And Terry Kill went out, of course, but they were up. They took the foot off the gas. Boom. It almost cost them in a lot of the games where they go up. They lift the off the gas. The team hangs around. Like I said, most of the time, the Chiefs hold them win. They're a good football team. But tonight, they let them hang around. The Titans won. And this could be the difference in playoff seating. Now, Right now, if you look at the standings, Chiefs fans, you're going to see that the, that the Raiders are a half game back. And the Raiders are a good little team, a fun little team, a young team. You've already beat them in Oakland. They're not ready to take that step. You're going to win this division. I know what the records say right now. I know it feels too close for comfort. They're not going to win the division. The Chiefs have the division wrapped up still. I still firmly believe that. But this can be the difference in that bye. In that bye week, this can be the difference. You've already lost to Houston. You've already lost to Indianapolis. They hold the tiebreakers over you. Luckily, you got the tiebreaker from Baltimore, and then we'll see what happens against New England in a couple weeks. But this game right here can be the reason you have to play that extra playoff game, giving Andy Reid an extra chance to lose in the postseason, an extra chance to blow the shot at Miami, a destination in which we all agreed before the year that was going to be it, Super Bowl or bust. And now you have the talent— but you're still making the same mistakes. It's as if Andy Andy Reid still hasn't learned in his two decades of coaching that you need to keep applying pressure. There's not really that much difference between any of these teams who are considered bad and considered elite. The biggest difference comes between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, not the Chiefs and the Titans. The Chiefs versus the Titans is a is a negligible difference between the two. There is a small margin between the two. That small margin creates a buffer zone, which creates the Chiefs into the elite category and not the mediocre category. But, nonetheless, any given Sunday is a factual factual statement, not just a cliche. Especially on the road. I'm very disappointed in Spags and Andy Reid for not coming together, learning from their mistakes, and staying aggressive throughout this game. Just... Again, embarrassing. Terry Hill, Sammy Watkins, all of them had a, a bunch of huge drops offensively. Defensively, I thought they ended the game. I'll admit it. I even said as such on Twitter. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles, at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. I said, "Hey, the defense got aggressive. They got the fourth and." What it was at fourth and you know 17 stop against Ryan Tannehill or however long it was fourth and 24 or whatever it was uh, on, on their second to last offensive possession they got this they got the huge stop they were aggressive again they blitzed the house and left um and left them in one on one coverage and 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 Ryan Tannehill still almost fit the ball in there for a first down but he didn't uh, good play there ball kind of got lost on his receiver but still I thought that the Chiefs ended the game the defense stands up ball game's over what a relief to go back to Kansas City with a win. Instead, after they get the ball back, the Chiefs drive down the field, get stall out, have to kick a field goal, and the snap comes to Dustin Colquick, who is like a 20-year veteran, by the way, who is considered one of the smartest and the best punters slash holders in football. He's 37 years old. This is his 15th season in the NFL. He's considered... An irreplaceable punter. Kansas City trusts this guy so much as a, as a city, as a fan base, that they, I think, would revolt had they cut him preseason. Punters do not get that respect in this league. He was a third-round pick out of Tennessee. And the snap comes from James Winchester. who's not the hook, by the way. He snapped it too early. I'll grant Dustin Colquick that. The snap comes. Dustin Colquick immediately fields it and between his legs. The pressure has not gotten there yet, but it's coming. He has time to field the ball, stand back up, and he hurls it to the sidelines where no one is standing for an intentional grounding penalty. If he just collapses on the football and takes the sack, the Chiefs are in a better position than they were after giving just gifting the Titans 10 yards. Here you go. Here's a little boost for you as you go stroll on and have a game-winning drive with Ryan Tannehill. It's ridiculous. It didn't end up biting them, but Andy Reid clock management is still terrible. Calling a timeout before the Titans' two-point conversion was just stupid. It was just stupid. But Mahomes worked his magic. Mahomes got down the field with enough time to set up a long but makeable but doable field goal to tie the game up and go to overtime. Which again, if James Winchester makes a good snap, if Dustin Kolkuk can find a way to to dig it out, although that was a very tough play for a holder, I, I will grant Dustin Kolkuk that. The Chiefs kick that field goal and the game is tied. But nonetheless, Mahomes does it again. He, he brings the Chiefs back from the dead. He gets the Chiefs in field goal range. They're lining up for a field goal. And Dustin Colquick tips, the, almost tips the pitches if you're a baseball fan. He tips when the, when the ball's going to get snapped, letting the Titans have a beautiful, beautiful jump to go in the backfield and block the kick, never even giving Harrison Bucker a chance to tie the, tie the football game up. And that's how the Chiefs lose in Nashville. What an embarrassment. At halftime, going back to being embarrassed, at halftime, the Chiefs had seven penalties. In a singular half, they had seven penalties for 65 yards. 65 yards. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Penalties, if you look at it now, the Chiefs have finished the game with only nine penalties only. In the second half, they tacked on two more with 80 yards given to the Titans. 80 yards. And again, the turnover battle is one-to-one, but the Titans capitalized and and scooped and scored uh, the Williams fumble, uh, which really just... What what a bad play that was. Again, we've already talked about it. The Chiefs controlled the possession 37 minutes, almost 38 minutes, to 22 minutes. I mean, they controlled this game. They were the better team. No one can watch this game or even look at the box score and say the Titans are a better team, but the Titans made winning plays. The Titans did what you have to do to win football games. The Titans were a more... Desperate team for a win They were a more Gritty team for a win They were everything you need In this league The Chiefs had the flashy flashy Jump pass for Mahomes for a long touchdown The Chiefs had the Tyreek Hill Speed, the Chiefs had Everything you need to make a Highlight reel But the Titans had everything you need To win They out hustled the Chiefs They outmanned the Chiefs. They manhandled the Chiefs. They committed less penalties for less penalty yardage than the Chiefs. They did everything right in their limited time with the football, in their limited offensive weapons, in their limited offense. They did everything better than the Chiefs. Everything. They played better defense than the Chiefs, despite the score. You know, some of those plays, what are you going to do? It's just Mahomes. I mean, what are you going to do? The Chiefs' leading receiver was Terry Kill. They have Terry Kill, Travis Kelsey, who had a phenomenal game. Travis Kelsey, by the way, the best game of, of the year. The best game of the year that he's had. He finally looked like that all-star, that superstar, that go-to, that number one tight end in the National Football League. He finally looked that way with seven receptions for 75 yards. Ten yards per reception, a touchdown. He finally looked like the pro-bowl or the all-pro Everything that he is. It only took Mahomes going back. Who would have guessed? 7 for 7 on targets, by the way, for Kelsey. Tariq Hill, 19 for 11. Some of those were on uh, Mahomes. Some of those were on Hill. The Titans' leading receiver was something called a Cliff Raymond. Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys beat the Chiefs. That's what Ryan Tannehill worked with to get this win. And of course Derrick Henry. It words cannot describe the level of frustration that this game caused. You thought many times the Chiefs were gonna win this game. You look at all the different turning points that could have been. The Chiefs go up ten-nothing. Turning point. It feels like everything is shifting and going just as planned. Then, the Chiefs get the ball back. Up 10-0. Again, it feels like everything is going Kansas City's way. Everything. They're forced to punt. They punt the ball up 10 nothing, Which leads to a Titans touchdown. Which, of course, brings the score to 10-7. On the next possession, the Chiefs fumble... A scoop and score Titans touchdown puts them up 13-10 because they missed the point after attempt. And then, another turning point is Mahomes finding Tyreek Hill with four minutes left in the third quarter for a 19-13 lead. And at that point, you're thinking to yourself, okay, okay, they're going to settle in here. We finally got the MVP back. He's going to find Tyreek Hill. Beautiful touchdown. Now things are going to cool off for the Titans. It's the second half. Now they're fighting an uphill battle. Now they're chasing. Now they're trying to get back to where they were. After they caught up from down 10 nothing, they're back behind the eight ball. That can be demoralizing. But instead, you kick a field goal on fourth and two. You kick a field goal on fourth and two with the best offense in football the best offense in football. That puts the Kansas City lead at 22-20. Mahomes has a jump pass, a magical, heroic jump pass that you've seen on Twitter 50 million times by now to Michael Hardman, who just absolutely dust the rest of the defenders, which we'll get to Michael Hardman. It's not all good for him, believe me. And that puts the Chiefs up 29-20. And at that point, you feel, okay, surely this game is... Is over. Now the Chiefs have it. Now the Chiefs have it. Two target kill drops later, on a couple possessions later, and this game is totally different, and of course the Titans win. There were so many times in which the Chiefs could put this game away, put the foot on the gas pedal, put the kids to bed, and they didn't do it. They refused to do it. Disheartening would be a good word to use uh, in this situation. At halftime, the Chiefs had a time possession of 21 minutes and 47 seconds to only 7.57 for the Titans. It was a tied game at halftime. It was a tied game at halftime. It's not about the time possession. I know some people believe that. It's not. It's about what you do with the football in that time. What the Titans did was execute. What the Chiefs did was fumble the football, drop the football, overthrow touchdowns. Again, 32 points should be enough to win in this league at any point. You should never lose when you score 32 points. That should be enough in the NFL. Now, in college, a little bit different. 32 in the NFL should be enough. This game was not on the offense, but they didn't look smooth. They didn't look like themselves, which is scary for the rest of the NFL and good for the Chiefs. So that's one positive from this game. To me, it was all special teams. Special teams really cost this team the game. Go back to before halftime, the Chiefs force a punt with like 24 seconds remaining. Sure, not a lot of time left. I get that. But with this offense, with Mahomes, they can get in field goal range if there's a touchback. What does Mecole Hardman do? The rookie from Georgia. He's back to return the punt. He fields it at the two-yard line. Fair caught at the two-yard line ends the entire hopes and prayers of getting into field goal range. I think there's more than like 20 seconds left, but it was close. It was was almost halftime, obviously. He's fumbled consistently all year as a returner. Whether they lose it or not, he's done that. There's been penalties all year on special teams. I mean, pretty much every special team's play, there's a penalty. And that's been that way from week one to now. Dave Tobe is not who he's cracked up to be, folks. I know he's living off reputation. I know that it was the trendy thing to say... In the past three years, two, three years, that Dave Tobe is this head coach in waiting. Dave Tobe, special teams genius. Dave Tobe is this and that. He's proven to you this year. He's none of those things. A good coach makes the adjustments needed to eliminate the penalties, to eliminate the turnovers, to eliminate the stupid decisions that Meikle Harden has made. I mean, we are past the halfway point in the year. And the return man, who's been your return man all year, is making the same mental mistakes. That's on the coach. If he can't fix it, if he can't figure it out, you've got to take him out. And now you put yourself in a position where you are a little bit too close for comfort with the Raiders. Again, I think this division is over still, even with this loss. I think it's over. But take a look at the next three games. Next week, you play the Chargers on Monday Night Football in Mexico City. The Chargers, who of course are down this year, everyone knows that. The Chargers are still going to play the Chiefs tough. Even at 4-6, and six, they always, always find a way to make things interesting, if not beat the Chiefs. Now Andy Reid, of course, has a phenomenal record against the division, in those games, the margin of victory against the Chargers is practically nothing. We all remember what happened in Arrowhead last year. The similar game to this one. Things are looking good, hanging around, Chargers winning at the end. Controversial call. You know, In, the, in this one, some Chiefs fans want an offside on that blocked field goal. I think it was just a beautifully timed jump. That's what I think. Last last year against the Chargers, the pass interference, and that was pass interference, but the Chiefs put themselves in position to be in that spot. Now, let's say you even win that football game. The Raiders are going to win as well. They, ha- they have two cupcakes coming up before they play the Chiefs. So win or lose, it's going to be a, a divisional battle, arguably for the division on December 1st in Arrowhead. Uh, yeah, the Raiders are just going to cakewalk their way to two wins against the Bengals and the Jets unless they Raider this thing up. Luckily, you have a bye week to prepare for the Raiders, but things are truly too close for comfort, and I don't blame fans who look at the schedule, maybe haven't been keeping up with that close of attention to around the NFL, maybe just watching the Chiefs every week, and say, whoa, wait a second, the Raiders are only a half game back. Hold, hold everything, folks. The division's not over. I think it's over. I get it. I get the concern, but I think it's over even with this loss to the Titans. And now we go back to what we were saying last, uh, last night. Can the Chiefs win out? I thought last night they would. I mean, you have to get over that hump in, against the Patriots. That That is probably a 95% chance that you don't win out was that Patriots game. Not the Titans game, and you blew a game to the Titans. This is the NFL. Anything can happen on any Sunday. But now the Chiefs put themselves in a position where if you want that bye week, you have to win out. And while I don't think that there's a team in the NFL that can match up with the Chiefs on on wild card weekend and win the football game, well, I don't think that's possible in terms of just pure talent pound for pound. It is possible that Andy Reid makes a boneheaded mistake, blows the football game, and the Chiefs, who had Super Bowl aspirations, get bounced in the very first round. That's very possible. Look what happened in Alex Smith last, last year as the quarterback. Dominating Tennessee for a half. Travis Kelsey goes out. Andy Reid blows the football game. Marcus Meredith has a touchdown to himself. God, I hate the Titans. The Chiefs need to win out now to make sure they get that bye week and, and just eliminate not only the times that they can lose, but also get their players. Of course, the you know the cliche, the rest, the preparation, blah blah. They do need rest. They're banged up up front, which is really going to cause this offense to. Miss a a couple beats each, each week. But again, even while not being sharp, they can put up 32 points. So the offense, you have no concerns about that. What a game this was, though, in a bad way. A roller coaster, if you're an NFL fan, I'm sure it was interesting to watch. At the end of the day, I was ready to fire Dave Tobe after this game. I'm still ready to fire Dave Tobe. Maybe not exactly fire, but I would fire him, but I wouldn't care if they do or don't fire him. I'm just not ready to crown him as the best special teams coach in the NFL, as some people are. I would just get him out of here. We Or at least just stop with the propaganda of this guy being some special teams genius. This guy being some sneaky head coach-in-waiting who's going to turn a franchise around and going to implement an Andy Reid-style system. He's not John Harbaugh. He's not any of these guys— who come from a special teams background and can turn into good head coaches. He can't even consistently have the good special teams. I mean, what's th- what's the true difference in DeAnthony Thomas, who he had this year, by the way, Mecole Hardman and Terry Keel, that they're all fast, they can all catch the football um, in terms of as a return man with the odd kick angles and whatnot. They can all field the, the kicks. What's the difference between this year and last year with the flags, of course, the fumbles are on Nicole, but if he's going to fumble like that, get somebody else in there. I don't care who, but get somebody else in there. So I'm out on Dave Tobe. I don't want to hear any more about he's, how he's some special teams genius, and, and, and he's this great coach. He's not. He's a fraud. Dave Tobe's a fraud. And I wouldn't be too, ba- too mad if they just cut Dustin Cole quick. I'm sick of him. That's why they call it the Rapid Reaction Show, because it's just pure emotion right now we'll be back on Tuesday to review this game from top to bottom more in depth in the past 30 minutes again I have two full pages of notes on this game we'll review this game and the entire NFL slate before we preview the next week on Thursday so again Tuesday will be your next show what a loss for the Chiefs this could be the I think this will be the difference when it's all said and done and being a bi-week team, you know, a team that's on the bye week a top two seed, and playing in that wild card weekend. I think this is the difference right here. This game is the difference. Losing to the Colts, fine. Losing to the Texans, fine. Losing to the Packers, fine. This game right here is the reason that the Chiefs will be a wild card team. in a year in which you thought they were going to be the best team in football. Now, injuries play a part in that, but you can't lose the Titans. If, if your goal is to be the best team in football, if your goal is to be a Super Bowl or bust team, you cannot play undisciplined football and drop games like this to the Titans as you have really throughout Andy tenure. Embarrassing. We'll be back on Tuesday to... Talk about this game all over again with level heads, I'm sure, and of course more in depthly. Be good and be good to another. This has been the Rapid Reaction Podcast on Aerohadic Podcast and uh I'm your host, Ryland Styles. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-E-N underscore S T I L E S. There you can send me your thoughts and opinions on the Chiefs this game and this season. And we'll play ruling on the field on Tuesday.